When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church. One church in global locations. To find out more about Bishop Foreman and Harvest Church, visit our website at www.harvestchurch.church. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Submit to God's word, which is the lamp to my feet and the light to my path. In this year of fruitfulness, I will manifest good results in every area of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Say, stand up for just one moment, y'all. Go to Ezekiel chapter 12. Ezekiel chapter 12. This is going to be the quick version of the word. I'll have more time at the 1115. It's going to be a quick version of it. Say manifestation. Say fruitfulness. Say tables are turning in my favor. Say conversations are being had about me. To open doors of opportunity for me. Say I'm being blessed to be a blessing. I need you to talk like an army. Say I'm being blessed to be a blessing. Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 28. We looked at this on New Year's Eve. We looked at it on Wednesday as we prayed over this year. It says, therefore say to them, <clears throat> this is God telling Ezekiel, who's the man of God, the prophet, he's telling them what to say. He says, therefore Ezekiel say to them, thus says the Lord God, say none of my words will be delayed any longer. I'm going to need you to get some faith in this atmosphere because some of you, you've been in a holding pattern, not been able to land at the airport. You can see it. You just haven't been able to touch it. You can visualize it. You've just not been able to possess it. But say in this year, none of God's word will be delayed any longer. But the word that I speak, Ezekiel says, it shall be performed, not declares the bishop, not declares your neighbor, not declares your mama, not declares your boss, not declares a government shut down, not declares a government open, but declares the Lord God. Somebody say, God, you said it? I believe it. And that settles it. Father, speak now. Customize this word for us that we would move and walk in what you've ordained in this year of manifestation. We declare that we would be fruitful and we'd be fruitful because watch this. We will operate with another level of wisdom. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. 
you can grab a seat. I want to get right into it. 2019 is about one thing, church. It's about manifestation. What you've sown, you're about to reap. What you've prayed for is about to pop up. What you've prepared for will be present because the numbers prophesy. In scripture, there is the uh, science of numerology, which is called gematria. Here's what that means, is that every number has a spiritual significance. And the number nine is a prophetic number. It prophesies. What's the prophesy, Bishop Foreman? It means that it foretells and it foretells. See, check this out. To foretell is to speak of something that is to come. To foretell is to cause something to come. In other words, watch this. I'm not only identifying what's already been scheduled, but through my words, I'm scheduling something brand new. The number nine is the number of birthing. It's the number of fruitfulness. It's the number of the completion of a cycle. In other words, many of us, we've been in labor for many years, and God says in 2019, you're finally going to give birth to it. In other words, you didn't shed those tears for nothing. You didn't go through that betrayal for nothing. You didn't go through those haters for nothing. You didn't deal with being lied on and scandalized for nothing. You didn't have people walk out on you for nothing. You didn't have people email you in the middle of the night because they were too punkish to come up and say it to your face. You didn't go through all of that for nothing. In fact, what God says I'm doing is I'm giving you some fruitfulness in this year. Say, I'm giving birth to something. But then it is also the completion of a cycle, the completion of a cycle, which means there are certain cycles and cycles produce circles. So you don't make progress in life the way that you'd like to pro uh, make progress. And I'm going to tell you in 2019, God says every cycle that you've been repeating, because many people, they spend their adult life working out the cycles of the things that were introduced to them as children. God says, I need to tell you in 2019, your cycles are coming to an end. Your cycles of depression are coming to an end. You watch this. Your cycles of financial instability are coming to an end. Your cycles, watch this, of emotional instability are coming to an end. Depression can't touch you this year. Discouragement can't touch you this year. Y'all not talking to me. Somebody say, my cycles are coming to an end. On this first Sunday of this new year, we're starting a new series to give practicality to what's now been prophesied. So I just gave you the prophecy, birthing, fruitfulness, the completion of cycles. But now I need to give it practicality because it's not enough to just shout about a prophecy. Now you got to get practical about a prophecy because you got to walk it out. Somebody say, I got to walk it out. 2019 will not be a year you just talk to talk. 2019 will be a year where you walk to walk. 2019 will not be a year where you look at what can be done. 2019 is going to be a year where you're getting it done. I feel like preaching in here. I need you to look over at your neighbor and speak to them and talk to them like an OG. I need you to look at your neighbor and say, this is the year you've been waiting on. Yeah, you've been sitting back. You've been praying. You've been hoping. You've been wishing. And that's why the enemy tried, watch this, to kill some of you in 2018. But he could not do it because God needed to get you to 19 because this is the year that you're going to have manifestation. If you believe it, shout in here one time. So watch this, watch this. So now i got to teach you how to walk it out. I need to show you how to be fruitful. And to be fruitful, you're going to need some wisdom. And in the book of Proverbs, King Solomon writes some lessons to his sons from one of the places uh, that less, uh, wisdom comes from. Wisdom comes from three places. The first is leaders. God gives you leaders to teach you so that you do not have to learn by trial and error. You can simply learn by, watch this, follow and study. Then, watch this, wisdom comes from labor. There are certain things that as you do through life, you will learn lessons. As you deal with certain types of people, you will learn to recognize those people in the future. So now you'll have wisdom. Don't ever let anybody, watch this, I'm going to help you, say that you're too picky when it comes to people. No, I'm just wise. I met you before. I met that before. I met that spirit before. I met that attitude before. And so watch this. Some of the labor I've had to go through makes it simple so that when I see crazy coming, I've now learned how to cross the street. 
thirdly, wisdom comes from losses. Whenever you lose something, you will gain wisdom because anything that you lose will create pain. Pain creates grief. Grief has a process. That process teaches you uh, a valuable lesson in wisdom. So check this out. King Solomon anthropomorphizes wisdom as a woman and calls the woman uh, the mother for his son. So check it out. King Solomon says he'd give life. Check it out. And then the wisdom that he taught his sons would be the mother to sustain the life that he gave them. I'm going to need you to catch this. Uh, King Solomon said, watch this, because Solomon had 700 wives, 300 concubines, which are girlfriends on payroll. Say amen, 915, so I can keep it right there. Now, here's what you need to know. So, so when he's speaking to his sons, uh, the reality is, is they have a whole lot of different natural women they could look at. King Solomon was saying, I don't need you looking at them. Watch this. Be because, well, uh, can, 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 I, can I go real, real? He says, I don't need you looking at them because I don't need you learning, watch this, their nuances, proclivities, inefficiencies, insecurities. King Solomon said, as your daddy, I'm going to teach you. And what I teach you, that's going to be your mama. So my job as your pastor is to teach you. And what I teach you will be your mama, which is why you don't need no spiritual mother. Because you got wisdom from our spiritual father. Okay, watch. And I'm here to tell you, she's a bad mama jama. Look at your neighbor says, she's a bad mama jama. Just as wise as she can be. That's what King Solomon said. He said, let me teach you some wisdom. And the wisdom I teach you will be a bad mama jama. Slap somebody, high five, say, just as wise as she can be. I got to move because I'm almost out of time. First point, wisdom brings success. Wisdom is the ability, watch this, it's not knowledge. You can be smart but not be wise. You can know books, watch this, but not know streets. <laughs> Watch this. You can know theory, but not know practicality. Uh, you can be good at math. That doesn't mean that you're good at another subject of life. Are you catching the principle? So wisdom brings success. In Ecclesiastes 10.10, there's a powerful scripture that teaches this principle. Not only, does wisdom, uh, not only does wisdom bring success, wisdom is the appropriate application of knowledge. See, wisdom says, I know why I need to know that. Wisdom is the ability to discern difference. Wisdom is the ability to look at a situation and be able to say, this isn't the same as that. See, whenever you went to a restaurant as a child and they gave you the kitty menu, they were teaching you wisdom. What do you mean, Bishop? Do you remember where they had the little thing and said, tell me which one is different? That wasn't just based on knowledge. It was based on the ability to discern difference. Wisdom can look at a situation and say, I can't handle this the way I handle that. Because while it looks similar, it's not the same. Check it out. So Ecclesiastes 10.10, he says, if the iron is blunt and one does not sharpen the edge, he must use more strength. See, look at me. A lot of us, watch this, we have learned how to work hard, but we've not learned how to work smart. So you talk about how tired you are at the end of the day because you work so hard, when the reality is wisdom will show you how to work smart and not as hard, watch this, and still get more done. He says, but wisdom helps one to succeed. So you might work hard, which call, uh, but wisdom causes you to work smart. You may have a lot on your plate, but wisdom helps you to get it all done. Wisdom gives you the difference. It makes you sharp. And when you're sharp, you'll see what you said faster. Uh, uh, some of you, if, if you come to Harvest for any amount of time, you know I'm really good with breakfast. That's the only meal I can cook at home. And so the, my home is, is built around breakfast sometimes. Every other meal, that's just not my thing. All right, and you need to know what your thing is and what your thing isn't. So that way you ain't preparing stuff and taking it to the office and people are saying it ain't your thing either. Y'all not saying nothing. 
So, so I, I understand this. I understand that then, I, watch this, I, I, get, I, I get that. So, so I, I, I like these knives. So I redid my, my kitchen stuff, and so I wanted everything black. I wanted appliances black, I wanted my knives black. You ain't probably ain't never seen no black knives. I got black knives, black knives matter. I got black knives, I got black, and, and all other knives, okay? I got black knives, and so, because I wanted it to match. You know, I wanted to coordinate. So, you know, I, I want my kitchen to coordinate. Somebody say coordinate. And so uh, th this, this set of knives came with this <coughs> uh, uh, knife sharpener. Uh, and, so, and so I was using them on stuff just to use them because I was like, this is so cool. These knives look so nice. So I was using these knives. And watch this. As I used them, watch this, they grew dull. Watch this. And doing what they were doing, they grew dull because they were being used, which was a good thing. But they had to be sharpened so that they would be effective because if they're dull, it's going to take me twice as long to cut the same thing. Some of you, watch this, let me prophesy to you. You've wasted last year being dull and not sharp. But let me prophesy and speak into your life this year. This year, you're going to be sharp, which means you're going to get more done and you're going to get it done faster. If you believe that, say, I receive that. Second thing wisdom does. So one, wisdom brings success. Number two, wisdom starts when God is first. Wisdom starts when God is first. Proverbs 9 uh, 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 and verse number 10. It says this. Uh, Proverbs, by the way, means wisdom. So the book of Proverbs is the book of wisdom. If you read it, he's just throwing stuff out there. Well, not just King Solomon because there's some additional authors in the book of Proverbs. But he's throwing out wisdom. And the wisdom is so profound. I mean, he's dropping bombs on his sons. He's like, boom. He's like, you're dumb if you walk up to an immoral woman and think she's going to do right. <laughs> Boom. He just drops bombs. What was this? Proverbs 9 and 10. He says, the fear of the Lord. Fear there doesn't mean, oh, I'm scared of God. Fear means I reverence God. We have an issue in American culture where we don't want to reverence anything or anybody. Watch this, because we're all trying to live our truth. Not realizing your truth don't matter unless it lines up with God's truth. Because let me tell you something. The only thing that's going to stand at the end of the day is God's word. The Bible says that the heaven and earth shall pass away, but this one thing will always remain, and that's his word. Which means forget your truth, because your truth is based on your past. Your truth is based on your hurt. Your truth is based on your pain. But when you base your truth off of the word, so you might feel like the tail, but the truth says that he'll make me the head and not the tail. You may feel like you're being beaten down, but the truth says I am more than a conqueror. It says the fear of the Lord, the reverence of the Lord is the beginning, watch this, of wisdom. And the knowledge of the Holy One is inside. Which means, watch this, God says, you're not wise if you don't reverence me. Check this out. You, you got a lot of people on Instagram and Facebook and on your job who like to be, watch this, the sage. They're the wise person. Everybody's going through them. But watch this, they don't even go to church. They don't tithe, they don't give, they don't serve, they don't believe in God, yet they sitting up talking about, oh, I just got wisdom. You ain't got nothing according to the book. The book says the best you got is some nice memes to post. The problem is, watch this, anything that's trendy will eventually be out of style. And God's word is not just a trend. God's word has been standing since the beginning. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and you want to know what is still standing. To reverence God is to make what's important to him important to you. And on this first Sunday of a new year, I want to challenge this church to renew our commitment to the five T's. You should know them if you've been coming for, you know, any amount of time, longer than 45 days. If not, that's cool. We're going to have review. Here's review. The first T is time. That's church attendance. In fact, we got an infographic they're going to put up for you uh, with it. The second T, the second T is treasure. Matter of fact, some of you should take your phones and snapshot this so that you have it. Because if you try and take notes, you're going to run out of time because I got four minutes to finish this message. 
<laughs> Treasure, that's the faithful giving of your tithes, offerings, first fruits, love offerings. Listen, do not beg God for money, nor watch this, watch why you struggle if you don't give faithfully. That's like not going to the dentist and saying, I, can't, I don't know why I got these cavities. Doing home remedies, putting aluminum foil on your teeth. Watch. Talent, that's serving in church. We get to serve. Serving is a privilege, not a right. If you're talking about I'm praying about serving, what you're saying is, God, I don't actually believe you. Thirst, that's passion in your prayer, praise, and worship. I want to challenge this church on this first Sunday of a new year uh, doing praise and worship. You're not watching a concert. You're not watching them sing. That's your time to go in. And can we just be real? Listen, any, any form of clubbers and ravers or current clubbers and ravers, no judgment. We love you. Check this out. You didn't go to the club and just sit. You went home. Look, you didn't leave the house to about 9, 30, 10. Don't look at me with that tone of face. I don't like it. Are you hearing what I'm saying? And, and you got dressed, you put on your good cologne, the stuff that you put in the back. Not your everyday, the good stuff. Save the best for last. You put on your good stuff, ladies. You had your good heels. I, really, come on, 915. Some of y'all acting like you don't know what I'm talking about. Okay? And, and, and watch this. When you went, you went, and even if you weren't a dancer, you had that one friend that was insisting on making sure that everybody danced. So they, they told you, there's no parking. No parking on the dance floor. And they pulled you out there, and you were dancing. You don't even like dancing. You were sweating all down the side. You were doing all of this, but you had a good time. If you can do that for the world, don't you tell me that you come in church and just sit there like you've been baptized in pickle juice. You ought to be turning up in here and shouting and clapping and giving God glory. He's been better to you than you've been to y'all. I need somebody to shout right there. If you can leap for the doggone Broncos, you can leap for Jesus. If you can shout for the Nuggets, you can shout for... Don't tell me that's not my personality. You a lie. Because I saw you on 225 the other day when somebody cut you off. And I saw your personality. I'm just lying. I'm totally making that up. That did not happen. Since I'm lying, I'm just using it as an illustration. You still here? Put the infographic up one more time. Y'all should get a picture of it. Time, treasure, talent, thirst. Here's the final thing. Testimony. You should be inviting people to church. Okay? You should be inviting people to church. I'm going to say it one more time. You should be inviting people to church. But you know, when is the church going to do an invitation? You the invitation. <laughs> Harvest doesn't have a, uh, an outreach department. Why? You outreach. That's like we don't have a prayer department. Why do we need a department for what everybody's supposed to be doing? I'm the director of the prayer department. I don't need you to direct prayer. Everybody's supposed to be praying. Touch your neighbor and say, I'm going to need you to pray. Try that other neighbor say, I'm going to really need you to pray. Say, because this year you're going all the way up. I'm going to need you to stir their faith in here. This year, everybody that talked about you about to walk, you walk in it. Everybody that said it wasn't possible is about to watch it be made possible. God's going to dunk right in front of them. Yeah. And not just doing these things out of obligation, but doing them with passion. Nobody wants to be in a relationship with somebody who does everything out of obligation. Here's your dinner. It's 530. I'm going to need you to smile. I'm going to need you to be happy about that. I'm going to need you to look like you wanted to do it. Come on, baby. It's time for us to have our conjugal service. It's 845. 
Married people, don't look at me with that tone of face. You want some passion. Oh, fellas, please don't leave me, men. Married women, don't leave me right there. You want some passion. You want some rose petals on the bed and some married people. You want rose petals. You want to be like coming to America. Rose petals all leading up to the bed. You want that good music playing, not that new school trap stuff. You want somebody that old school. Girl, you know I, I, I love you. Somebody say passion. So why would we do stuff for God and we wouldn't even want it? Here go my giving. Here go my serving. Here go my, no, no. Do not play him like that. Because let me tell you, when everybody else walked out on you, you want to know who was standing there? Jesus. When everybody else said you weren't going nowhere, you want to know who was standing there? See, how dare you give a man more loyalty than you give God? How dare you give a babe more loyalty? Okay. That's why Psalm 102 says, serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. See, I need to be glad about it. Here's the third thing about wisdom. I got to quit. Wisdom ignored is a whirlwind invited. In Proverbs uh, chapter 1, verse number 20, we're going to skip around between verses 20 and verse 33. I just want to pull out some verses to you. Uh, when you ignore wisdom, when you ignore wisdom, you ignite a storm. And, and I want to show you what wisdom thinks about you. Remember, she's anthropomorphized as a woman. So the Bible says she. She's a bad mama. By the way, that's today's message title. You're going to remember it. Because when you get in your car, you're going to say, When you get in your car, you already know. Everybody going to do it. Even the folk that can't dance going to do it. <laughs> wise as she can be. Wise. She is just as wise. Ah, who? Do it, do it. No, no, no. Y'all taking this out of my preaching time. So Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20. So this ain't coming out of my time. This is from your time. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20. Somebody said, have fun in church. If you go up in church where it was stiff and stank and no wonder why you had a problem going. <laughs> Proverbs 1.20. Wisdom. Watch what she do. She cries loud in the street. In the market, she raises her voice. Skip down to 25. Because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. That means correction. Verse 26. I'm going to laugh at you. Wisdom says, I'm going to laugh at your calamity. And watch this. She says, I will mock you when terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind when distress and anguish come on you. Look at me, 915. Look at me, Dallas. Look at me, Facebook. When you ignore wisdom, she sits back and says, I told you. 
I told you not to mess with them people. I told you not to deal with them. You got excited about the package and never checked the contents. I, I told you not to deal with them. Verse 29, because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. What's the fear of the Lord? The beginning of wisdom. Okay. Verse 30, and would have none of my counsel and despised all my reproof or correction. Verse 31, therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way and have their feel of their own devices. Look at me. For many people, the last several years of your life, what you call the devil was really you. You weren't under attack. You were reaping what you sowed. But I want to prophesy to somebody in this experience today. I'm going to come to tell you that you have come to the end of being your own, watch this, worst enemy. You've come to the end of getting in your own way. You have come to the end of getting uh, in God's way for your life. Somebody say, I receive that. Verse 32, for the simple are killed by their turning away. Here's what he says. Don't just start church in church on first Sunday and then you're like, I'm good. He says, whenever you turn away, watch this, something has to die. As a pastor, I've seen people that start great and then fall off, and that's because they turned away from wisdom to listen to a witch. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I, I, I got to finish. I got to finish. Touch your neighbor. Say, don't listen to witches. Listen to wisdom. What's a witch, Bishop? Anybody that's trying to tell you there's another way to do it besides God's way. Anybody that's telling you it's cool for you to not follow God's word. Anybody that's trying to tell you Job's wife was a witch. What do you mean? She says, listen, Job, you lost all this stuff. You ought to just curse God and die. Anybody that's not telling you to serve God and love God and be in church, that's a witch. And the Bible says, suffer not a witch to live. Some of y'all need to watch this. You need to delete them up out your phone so they can't live in your ear. Look, 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 for the simple are killed by their turning away and the complacency of fools destroys them. Verse 33, but whoever listens to me will, drill, will dwell secure and will be at ease. Watch this, without the dread of disaster. You want to know why fear grips so many people? Because they lack wisdom. When you have wisdom, stuff that's making other people, ooh, you're like, I know how this plays out. It looks rough, then I win. Let me talk to somebody over here. Wisdom will look at a crazy situation. While everybody else is saying, oh my God, what are we going to do? Wisdom will sit back in the chair and start laughing and say, it looks rough now. But I've watched this. I've been young and I've been old. And I've never seen righteous forsaken. Nor his seed begging. And it may look rough now, but baby, keep watching. Because it's about to turn around in my favor. If you think some stuff's about to turn around, I tell you to pop up and just turn around one time. Yeah. It's turning around in my favor. It's turning in my favor. It's turning around in my favor. Shout yeah. Be seated. Last thing. Last thing. Wisdom brings favor. Favor's preferential treatment. If you get treated like everybody else, you don't have favor. Favor is when they change the rules for you. Favor is when they say, well, tell me what you can pay, and that's what I'll make it cost. Favor's better than money. Can I preach now? Because money can buy you a lawyer, but it can't get you justice. 
Favor will get you justice. Money can buy you a doctor, but it can't get you help. Favor will get you help. Money, watch this, can buy fake friends for a little while. But favor, watch this, will bring people in your life that don't want nothing from you. They just want to give something. Let me prophesy again. You are stepping into a season of life where the people in your life aren't just going to be takers. They're not just going to be leeches. They're going to be people that pour back into you. They're going to be people that sow back into you. They're going to be people that give back into you. If you believe it, shout, that's mine. You've wasted your 40s with dealing with folk that wasn't trying to do nothing but take from you. I'm speaking to somebody today. I know I'm out of time, but I want to preach it. Anyhow, you wasted your 20s dealing with people that didn't want nothing but to be around you because they like the idea of being around power. You've wasted too many years. And that's over. I said, that's over. I said, that's over. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 10. I got to quit. Wisdom brings favor. Some of y'all need to be like that old boys band. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye to every leech. Bye, bye to everybody that was you. you I dare you to do it. And when they try to come smile on your face tomorrow, just... Might sound crazy, but I ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. Proverbs 8, verse number 10. Come on here. Proverbs 8, verse number 10. I feel God all in here. Ah, Proverbs 8, 10. Take my instruction. Look at me. Instead, put it up. Instead of silver. And rather, watch this, than choice gold. Verse 11, wisdom is better than jewels. Bling, bling, God says, don't mean you had wisdom. The problem with most Americans is you are chasing somebody's highlight reel on social media instead of chasing wisdom. If you chase wisdom, you'll be able to get that and some more. Insecurity is loud. Folk that ain't got nothing always trying to pop the brands they got. Folk with some ain't trying to show you nothing. I, look, this is for me. Say, I'm chasing wisdom this year. Don't chase money this year. Don't accept because of money. Let me prophesy to somebody. I don't know why I'm going down this road. Don't you let money influence your decision at all. Because God says you might chase money, but you'll make the wrong decision. Instead, chase wisdom. Say wisdom. Look at verse 18. And look what she tells you she's going to do. She's a bad mama jama. Verse 18. Riches and honor. Watch what she says. Are with me. Look what she says. Enduring well. That means money that lasts. I'm not talking about, oh man, back in 08, that was a good year. I'm talking about money to where you say, watch this. I'm just living off my interest. I don't even touch. Let me talk over here because they ain't saying nothing. I don't even need to touch, touch, touch my money. I'm living off the interest. That's they money. Go and let the Fed raise the interest rate. I'm going to need some more. I'm going to need some more. Watch. Verse 19. My fruit is better than gold. Even fine gold. And my yield, or what I produce, is better than choice silver. Gold and silver in these days were money. The issue many people have, watch this, is they chase temporary money 
and they miss permanent wisdom. Money might go, but the wisdom I have will remain. See, there's some stuff I don't have to go through again because I got wise from it. Let me talk to some of y'all that went through some bad relationships over the last decade in your life. There's some wisdom you got from those bad relationships where you are not going to have to repeat that again. You got some wisdom. Watch this. Watch this. And I'm getting ready to close. Watch. I got closed like a good Baptist preacher. Watch this. Verse 20. I walk in the way of righteousness. She says, I'll show you how to do right. In the paths of justice. She says, I'm going to get you justice. She says, you've been trying to get even. If you were wise, you would just get going. Hmm. Verse 21, granting inheritance to those who love me. Look at what she says she's about to do. She says she's the bad mama jama. And I'm going to fill their treasuries. You keep thinking that the people you look at and you say, ooh, look at this person, look at that person. You keep thinking they got more talent or skill than you. No, maybe it's just they got more wisdom. But this year, the tables are. Look, verse 32. And now, oh, my sons, listen to me. Blessed are those who keep my ways. Verse 33. Hear instruction and be wise and don't neglect it. 34. Blessed is the one who listens to me. In other words, wisdom says, I'm going to just stand here and talk. But if you ignore me, I'm going to laugh at you. Verse 34. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my door. She says, blessed is the one who's always chasing wisdom. I get about three or five requests from pastors across the nation that ask me to mentor them or spiritual father them or some level of oversight to them. And so I always have this conversation with them. I'll say this. I'll say, I can, I can do that. I can lead you if you can be led. I said, everybody can't be led. I said, old school me, was go- you was going to get led even if you was bucking. Oh. New school me says, I said it once, and I, I just ain't going to say it no more. <laughs> Hashtag first time. When people show you who they are, believe them. Come on here, Dr. Angelou. The first time. Also, that didn't get done? Got it. Cancel that person. Verse 35. Here's the shout. Say, where's the shout, Bishop? I I can see some of y'all haven't shouted all experience, and I'm not pushing you. If that's not your personality, you want to shout in church, that's fine. You do what you want to do. Here's what I would encourage you to do, though. What I'm about to read to you is about to prophesy to your entire 2019. And it's not just hype, because some of y'all don't want to shout because you're like, I'm not into the hype, I'm into the intellect. Great. So let's be intellectual then, because certainly don't think that the level of your erudite prowess exceeds that of your neighbor. Some of y'all trying to Google what I just said now. Like, what'd he say? Who got kites? So so let's let's just get intellectual for a moment. Check this out, because there is no, watch this, God is omniscient, omniscience, all science, he's all-knowing, which means there is no intellect, watch this, without Emmanuel. There is no knowledge without the God that created all knowledge. There, everything you study will eventually go back to God. There's nothing that you study that won't go back to him. So let's have an intellectual moment for just a second, since I'm already over time. Look, look at verse 34. Blessed is the one who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting beside my doors. Verse 35 and 36, here's the the intellectual conversation. And then we'll get spiritual. For whoever finds me, finds life. No, no, remember, let's be intellectual, let's be intellectual. It's the early experience. Let's be intellectual. Whoever finds me, watch this, which means... 
Until you have wisdom, you haven't lived. You've just breathed. For whoever finds me finds life and obtains what? Favor from who? The Lord. What does he own? Everything. So who do you need favor with? God. Now let's go to church. When I find wisdom, in fact, what God does is God says, I can now trust you. Because whatever I give you, I know you won't squander. I know you won't lose it. I know you won't throw it away. If I open a door, you're going to have the courage to walk in it. And whoever finds me finds life. And what do they obtain? What have they obtained? What have they obtained? I need you to slap three people a high five, say favor, 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 favor. Preferential treatment, which means, no, I'm not qualified, but I got favor. No, I don't know how to do it, but I got favor. Yes, there's somebody better, but I got Yeah! 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 What I have right now is a clock that says I have to stop. Grab a seat. Bow your heads. Well, I pray that today's life-giving message has spoken life into your life. I'm Bishop Foreman, pastor of Harvest Church, and at this time, I want to extend an opportunity to you to give your life to Jesus Christ. You know, 2,000 years ago, God stepped in a body. That body was called Jesus. That body got on a cross and died for our sins. Now, sins are things that we do that don't please God, and they ultimately don't please God because they ultimately are very harmful and dangerous to us. Not only did he die for our sins, he died so we could have life and life more abundantly. Here's what that means, that not only do we experience God's best, but that we can speak life into other people and use our lives to change the lives of other people. And today, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, the Bible says if you believe in your heart, confess with your mouth, you will be saved or born again or become a Christian. All those phrases mean the same thing. And if today you were far from God, this is your opportunity to reconnect to God. I love him because uh, he's not the God of a second chance. The truth is, is we've all used our second chance already. He's the God of another chance. He offers us constant new beginnings and fresh starts to get things right for him. He gave his life for us so that we could give our lives for him. So today, if you need to become a Christian or recommit yourself to Jesus right there where you're at, I don't care where you're listening to this message, I want you to say this with me. Say, Father... In the name of Jesus, thank you for dying in my place. Because of this belief and because of this confession, if this is my first time praying this, I am now a Christian. If I was far from you, I am reconnected to you. Great days are here for me. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, you are now a Christian. You're born again. You're saved from yourself. And if you were far from God, you're reconnected to God. And here's what I want you to do. Take out your mobile phone and text the word DECISION to the phone number 59769. And when you do, I'm going to send you a message right away that's going to show you how to make Christianity your lifestyle and not just a hobby. And here's what I want to encourage you to do. You are connected to me and connected to Harvest Church for a reason. It's because this is the place God wants to speak life into your life. This is the place God wants you to grow and become a strong Christian and, and serve and change the lives of other people. So stay connected, whether it's at a physical campus or a digital campus, stay connected to Harvest Church. Keep receiving this word and let it speak life into your life. Hope you have a phenomenal day. Hey, congratulations. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. 
They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.